guys, welcome back to Race Wife Unfiltered. I am your host, Rachel Thornhill, and today it's me again, right? Well, um, and guys, like I mentioned, we will have a guest episode this Thursday. And then after that, we're going to have more guest episodes, but just bear with me. You know, I mean, we're going to have these solo episodes. Um, and this podcast episode is going to be all about mindset, like going from a broke pretty much broke to billionaire mindset. And I know some of you are probably going to be like, Rachel, what do you mean by broke mindset? Obviously it means, you know, having limiting beliefs when it comes to like playing, if like, if you're tired of playing small, you know, hiding behind your doubts and fears to the point where you take a look at people that might live the lifestyle that you truly want to achieve, but you think that you could never like even get to that point. Like you, like that can never be me type mindset. Right. Um, so if you are one of those people, this episode is for you because pretty much this is all about you being able to invest in yourself and have affirmations and goals and things like that. And this is how your new life begins. Right. So, um, and, And obviously, look, guys, I used to be in that position where I always was playing small and hiding behind all my doubts and fears and all of that. So I know what this is like. And so I want to be able to tell you guys about it and help you not be in that situation. So if you are currently in that situation, then obviously this is a podcast episode for you. And yeah, I just ripped out my headphones for some reason on accident. So, um, so when we talk about limiting beliefs, it's mainly about like constantly saying negative self-talk, like I'll never make enough money. I'll never be able to travel the world because like that may be like a goal that you have for yourself. I could never afford that. You know, I'm sure that a lot of us have said that to ourselves, you know, at least once or twice. Um, and look, we're all guilty of it. Like it's not, it's not something that like, we don't like that. None of us don't do, you know, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I've done it in the past and obviously I don't do it, um, now because it dawned on me. It's like, why not me too? Like, why should, we limit ourselves when the world is limitless. Like we're the only ones that make that put limitations on ourselves. Like we could amount to more than what we are doing, but the circumstances that we're in, like for example, and when I say circumstances that we're in, look, I'm not saying like, if you're, if you're somebody that has to depend, like, let's say like you're, you're a younger person that, has to depend on like your family or whatever for support and stuff like that. That's totally different. But if you are a grown ass adult, (laughs) you know, that makes your own money, you live on your, you know, you live on your own or you have a family to support and stuff like that, then you can make your own decisions. Like you're not extremely like hindered and you're not fully like codependent on people. Right. So if you are one of those independent people, then 
this is something that you would actually resonate with. Um, if you are somebody that is in a certain t- type of situation where you have to depend on other people, not all of this will resonate with you. Okay. And that's okay. Um, but you can still take what resonates with you. Um, because some of these, some of these things that I am talking about can be applied to people in all different types of situations. Okay. So yeah, so just take what resonates, but that this is like where, like, the whole thing about your life's purpose comes in. So like, if you're still on the fence about what your life purpose is, obviously I'm not going to go into life purpose because I literally did a whole nother podcast episode specifically about that. And I will, and it's called, you know, finding your life's purpose to manifest your best life. And I will link that under, um, the resources section in the show notes. So you guys can go and listen to that. Um, but like for me, like for me, I'm supposed to live in the present. Right. And, and honestly, a lot of us don't like, sometimes we let our past hinder us to where we're not able to fully like appreciate like what we truly have in the present. Um, and that's something that I had to really like think about because it's like, why am I constantly living in the past? Why am I constantly making excuses for the things that happened in the past? Now, look, I mean, some of us have so many things in our past that did hinder us, right? Like when with growing up, some of us have childhood traumas. Some of us have like all different other things that did, you know, make us grow up a certain way. But once we're adults, okay, we have to be able to take some accountability and be able to start healing from that stuff and also, you know, living our lives for ourselves and not using our past to be like, okay, like that's going to hold me back and I'm going to let it hold me back. You see what I'm saying? Like we have to eventually let our past not break us. Um, and so that, and trust me, that's hard. It's, it's very hard. And sometimes that requires people to go to therapy or, you know, because they might not be able to heal from that stuff on their own. Um, and definitely get the help if you do need it. But, um, but yeah, so living in the present was a huge thing that I knew that I needed to start doing and speaking my truth because I've always been one of those people that's just been a people pleaser and also has kind of just kept quiet about a lot of things and never really speaks up. Um, and so I knew that that was something that I needed to change And then like while helping, like doing all of this while helping women in motorsports speak their truth through this platform as well. So at first, you know, and I, and I do talk about this, um, in the intro episode as well. At first, I actually created this podcast mainly for myself. Um, I, I did it because I've never really put myself out there and I've never really talked about things. I've just kind of like kept stuff bottled in and I've never really like, uh, cause I'm, I'm a major introvert. So this really pushes me out of my comfort zone. 
but I knew that I wanted to do something within the motorsports realm, but I did, but I wanted it to be a way to help women in motorsports as well. And not just myself. Um, because I just knew that women in motorsports period, that we tend to not really have our voices heard and, you know, being a race wife definitely meant that my voice wasn't really heard because people don't interview race wives at all. Um, and so most people don't even know who they are. (laughs) Um, you know, you have a few that people know because especially like in NASCAR, you know, a lot of the wives, a lot of people tend to know them like Samantha Bush. Um, sorry. Um, Amy Earnhardt, um, like, oh gosh, Kate, uh, Kate, Caitlin Larson, you know, you have so, so many of them that, oh, and then what's her name? Um, Oh, I cannot remember her name right now. Uh, But anyway, like there's quite a few of them that, you know, people automatically know who they are. Um, But besides that, you don't really know a lot of the race wives, especially if you go into like the other organizations like World of Outlaws, you know, a few of them like, but you don't really know, Um, like unless they make themselves extremely known on social media and they build up their own personal brands, you don't really know who they are. Um, and so that was kind of why I created the podcast to where I was going to include race wives as well. And if you guys notice, I've had, I've had quite a few, um, on here that are race wives, but I mean, I have, a have have had a lot of drivers come on because I've actually had more drivers reach out to me, Um, or, you know, they just kind of wanted to be on the podcast, but yeah, I mean, but we, I've had some race wives, but yeah, like that was a huge thing that I wanted to make this platform for is because I wanted race wives to also have this platform, um, and not just me being a race wife. Right. Um, so yeah, so like that was something that I had to reflect on and pursue this. Um, and so I want you guys to figure that out for yourselves too. Like, what is your purpose and what do you, what do you want to do? Because obviously you want to be able to create a mindset, you know, that is going to help you get to that goal, but you have to be willing to make changes because obviously this is going to have to take, this goal takes a new version of you. So the, a lot of your old habits and uh, lifestyle has to change, right? Because you can't keep doing the same stuff that you've been doing because it's not going to get you to the goal that you want to get to. So you have to create a whole new mindset. And so I have like five tips for you guys, um, on how to create this new mindset. So you're able, you know, so you're ready to make lifestyle changes, right? So number one, is getting clear on who you truly want to be. So the thing is, um, a lot of us have a specific version of ourselves that we, you know, visualize that we want to get to, right? Um, And like that can include so many things, all right? So that's why it's really good to like get really creative with like an avatar, 
And so, and like you hear, you hear like a lot of people like mention that, like for example, and like the biggest avatar that people know about is Beyonce's. So Beyonce's avatar is Sasha Fierce, right? And so it's no different. This is no different than that. Right. And she talks about it a lot. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, if you are a Beyonce fan, you know that. I mean, I'm not a major um, Beyonce fan, but I but, you know, obviously, you know, I I think some of her music is good and and stuff. And obviously most people know who she is, even if they're not fans of her. But she even talks about it like, you know, that's her like pretty much alter ego. But that it's no different than an avatar. So like you can get really creative with creating one, like literally name her, come up with her, like her backstory. Like what does she do for like her morning and evening routines? Where does she live? What are her hobbies? What is her lifestyle aesthetic? Like you can literally journal like all this stuff out. And then you kind of, you start implementing some of those habits to become that version of yourself. So you start living your life as if you are your avatar right now. So, and, and guys, I'll, um, I'll actually link, um, a blog post that I wrote. Um, it's actually very similar, like very similar title, but I wrote it about myself. Um, and so it's on the race wife and filter website. Um, and I'll link it so you guys can see an example. Cause I actually write out like my actual, like, avatar like exactly like who she is what she does like i mean i i go into major detail so it gives you an example to kind of go off of if you've never done this before um and you know and i'll have that link in the show notes because then you can also read you can also read it you know the whole post if you want to but that one part where i talk about the avatar you could look at that and you know kind of go off of that you know, so you can kind of see how you do it. But yeah, your avatar is like your own Sasha Fierce, but just like, you know, your own version. So once you figure that out, the next step is to embody your avatar on a daily basis. So this is how you manifest your dream life. You put in the habits and the lifestyle into place, you know, as much as possible. And when I say that is because, you know, like, Let's say, um, I mean, we have to be delusional if we already, you know, as if we already lived this lifestyle, but now you have to do it within reason. Like that doesn't mean like go dump your life savings on a Lambo, like on a Lamborghini or something like that, because your lifestyle, you know, the lifestyle that you truly want includes one of those, right? Like we have to be realistic too, um, at the same time, like take it one day and one step at a time. So like, let's say for example, um, you know, your avatar tends to dress nice, like every day, even if she's not going anywhere, right? Like she wears full on makeup and, you know, and does her hair nice and, you know, wears certain type of clothing all the time and stuff. Okay. Well, you know, you can start implementing that. Um, and visualization is a good thing too. And like, you know, and when I say be delusional guys, like you can visualize that, like you're on a yacht in the French Riviera or your second home in Italia or whatever, you know, it's, if that's what you're manifesting, but I mean, visualization is a huge thing as well, but yeah, start living your delusional second life until it becomes your reality. Um, but 
you have, like I said, be mindful of your current situation. Um, so, you know, depending on your current financial situation right now or your current physical situation, like, you know, take it a step at a time. Like you don't want to go from zero to a hundred, um, you know, like you want to, you want to be mindful of how you go about it. Um, and so like another way, especially with visualization is to create a vision board with like all your goals, vacations you want to take, whatever that you, you know, that you want for the year. So like I normally go by a year. Um, I mean, everybody does their vision boards differently, but I do a year. Um, and so visualization, obviously I've talked about it in the past. It's a very powerful tool and I'm living proof that it works. Like I have manifested everything that I've ever put on a vision board, like ever, like that includes the house that I'm currently living in right now. Like I put this house on a vision board and literally like I live in it and I've been in this house for almost, um, almost seven years now. Um, and, but when we talk about manifestation and visualization, it does require physical action too. Like you can't just do visualization and expect, and whether you name it creator, God, universe, whatever, you can't expect it to just give you what you want. Like you can't expect creator to give you just, just to give you what you want. Like you have to give energy to receive energy because everything is energy, you know? And so like, let's be real though. Like many celebrities, millionaires and billionaires talk about visualization and the law of attraction all the time. They do like, I mean, even Oprah has talked about it and like, you know, I mean, she's a billionaire, like she's openly spoken about it. Um, you can, you know, you can literally Google it and, but yeah, like a lot of very wealthy people, they talk about it because this is what they do, you know? Um, so obviously there is something there. Like it does, it does work if you do it the right way. So a vision board makes it easier though for visualization. So you have something physical to look at, to remind you. And also like, it makes it easier for you to like actually picture yourself in that situation because, you know, like we're just very, most of us are very, you know, visual people. So it's very easy to do it. Um, so like if you create a vision board, like you can do it multiple ways. You can either do it the tech way or the non-tech way. Like a lot of people use Canva, um, to make them and like, they'll put it like as like their desktop wallpaper or they'll put it on their phone so they can see it like every day. Um, or you can go the non-tech route and do like a poster board with printed out photos or, or like magazines and like cut out magazines and stuff. Um, and like some people will even do like vision board parties, like with friends or even like strangers, like there are people that create events like this. And to be honest, like, I love that because like, I think that's so cool that, you know, you're kind of like, cause I mean, you can even talk about your goals and stuff because another thing too, that helps with, manifesting is talking about it as if it's already happened. So like doing that with people and like actually speaking it into existence is actually a really like neat idea. Um, and so like, like, let me know if you guys are interested in like a vision board party, like we could do one like visually, you know, virtually like, like on a 
Zoom call or something, like I'd be willing to do one of those because like for me, I actually update my uh, vision board pretty often. Like I normally um, update it every three to six months because a lot of times like certain goals like I'll have already like achieved or they or like the path that I've taken might change to where like some of those things on my vision board don't make sense anymore or they don't align with me anymore. And that's okay because actually that's the whole point of growth, right? Is that sometimes things can change even in a short amount of time like that. So I normally look at my, um, I mean, I look at my vision board every day, but there's times where I'm like, you know, I actually like sit down and like actually fully reflect on my vision board. And I'm like, okay, does this still align with me and my goals? And so I do that like every three to six months. Um, and like, actually I plan on redoing my, um, my vision board at the end of this month because we're, we're getting close to 2024. Like we're literally at almost the end of 2023, which is crazy. And for me, this is like almost like a fresh start before the new year. And so like, I, I kind of redo my vision board at the end, like at the end of the month, um, of November. (laughs) And then, you know, and then, um, I won't update it again until sometime next year. Um, probably like, I probably wait till like around February because, you know, after January, some things might change. I don't know, but yeah, I'll probably like look at it again in February. Like, do I want to add anything? Do I want to remove anything? You know? So yeah. Um, but the next thing would be like removing, and I know this one's going to sound really weird, but it's like people, places, things, and ideas that no longer serve you. And like pretty much what's a noun, right? Like, I mean, I'm kind of sounding like an English teacher, right? A person, place, thing, or idea. idea. So every noun that is holding you back, tell it to be gone. Like literally, we don't need negativity in our lives. And, and y'all, look, that this is a harder one for some people because especially if you have to get rid of people um and take baby steps with this right and set boundaries if needed for any for any of this because especially and I'll say this because I know that um this one's a harder one for some people to do but this includes family <laughs> you know Um, luckily in my situation, I haven't had to remove family from my life. Um, but setting boundaries with people, um, or friend or even friends, like I now I've had to remove friends. Okay. And I've had to set boundaries, um, with people, whether that's family or friends, but, it's harder. It's a lot harder, especially if it's people that you've known for a very long time, because when you grow and let's say, depending on your inner circle, like that's one thing that, um, is always being said that you're kind of like the version of the five people that are closest to you, pretty much all of them put together because you attract people that tend to have the same values and interests as you. 
But the thing is, when you are constantly growing, a lot of times you change and your interests and, you know, all of that change. But sometimes those people don't grow with you. And so they tend to sometimes they stay stagnant. And when that happens, sometimes we don't align anymore. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to fully get rid of these people. That's not what that means, that every time you pretty much level up, you need to get rid of people. No, but if those people refuse to like kind of be a support system and they're constantly being negative towards you because of your growth, then you really need to reflect and see if those people truly should be in your life or not. Like, are they for you or are they against you? Because obviously if you an inner, your inner circle should always be supportive, you know, within reason, obviously, like if you're doing something that's possibly illegal or whatever, like things like that, I mean, you can't expect them to not call you out on stuff. But if, if they're just constantly negative about all the accomplishments that you've made, you know, and things like that, then do you really want those people in your life? Because you do want people that are going to hype you up when it's needed. Right. Um, And you also want people around that are going to call you out when, when you need to be called out too. Like we can't forget about that because, you know, we, we're not perfect people. Um, and so you have to think about that whenever you do create an inner circle. Um, and that, you know, that can be hard. So definitely, you know, take your time with that. Anything that just doesn't, align with you anymore. You have to really reflect on if, if it's worth having, um, if it's not, then do what you need to do to remove, um, remove that out of your life. And the other thing I will mention, and I know some people might not really be interested in that, but it does help, um, self-development books. So, And you don't have to like read a ton, a ton, right? Like even if you just read like 15 minutes a day, like 15, 20 minutes a day, that's really all you need. Like, and you can, you can even break it down by like so many pages a day. Um, I know like a good rule of thumb, like, um, is like about 10 pages a day. Um, if you want to do it that way, instead of by like time increments, like you could do like 10 pages a day. Um, and you could actually end up reading a ton of books like in a year just by reading 10, 10 pages a day. Um, so, but if you don't know like where to start with self-development books, like I would recommend like people that you look up to, um, see what they read because a lot of them tend to like recommend books. Cause like even on Instagram, like, I mean, I've po I post stuff on Instagram, like of books that I've read for the month, like they're older. So like, you're going to have to go further back. Uh, cause I, I still have some of those older posts. So you guys can check those out, but, um, I'll also list, um, a few, um, right now. And I'll put links to them in the resources section of the show notes. Um, those will be affiliate links through Amazon, but, so I do get a commission on them, but like, it doesn't cost you anything extra. Um, I think most of you guys already know that by now, like a lot of people have affiliate links. Um, but, um, like a few of them that I've read, like big magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. 
Um, if you if you're not familiar with who she is, like the name might not sound familiar, but if you've heard of the book Eat, Pray, Love, then you know exactly who I'm talking about because she's the author of, of that book. So um, that book, Big Magic, is a really good one. Um, it's actually one of the very first self-help books that I read. Um, and then like after that, I just started like reading a lot more self-development books. Um, rejection proof, but oh, sorry, rejection proof by, uh, Jia Zhang. Um, this one is actually really, it's really interesting because literally this, um, Jia goes around literally getting rejected by people like on purpose, like going out there and putting himself out there and just letting people reject him on purpose. Um, it, it's actually a really good book because it shows you that like, you can't be afraid to be rejected. Like, especially if you're trying to like be a business owner and like sell yourself, like you have to be okay with rejection. And like, that's what he did. Like he physically did, did this as like a test. And so it's really, it's really interesting. Um, and like, he talks about like some of the people that, you know, he ran into and stuff and like their stories, um, when he got, whenever he got rejected, so by them. So it's really, it's a really neat book. And then you've got, uh, the big leap by, uh, by Gay Hendricks, um, girl code by Kara Alwell. Now Kara, she's one of my favorite authors. So like, actually I have her in this list more than once. Um, and I have almost all of her books, but I haven't read all of them yet. There's a few of them that I haven't read yet. And so that's why they're not even on this list, but they probably would be if I had read them already. The Four Agreements by Don Miguel, uh, Miguel Ruiz. That is a very amazing book. Um, if you guys have not read it, I highly recommend it. Um, because he, like one of the biggest things he does talk about, and I'm not trying to give out a spoiler, but it's about not caring about what people think. Like, why do we care? You know, like, the, you know, and yeah, like it, it's really good. Um, Untamed by Glennon Doyle. An amazing book. Like when I say I couldn't put it down, like I, that was that is one of the only self-help books where I read that book cover to cover in less than a week. Um, and also it is the reason why I went to therapy, <laughs> like, because it made me realize that I had like a, a lot of unpacked stuff that I had not healed. Um, and so that book actually made me realize like, Hey, I need to go to therapy. And also Glennon has like a, uh, a really amazing story, but some of the things that she went through, I actually really resonated with because I went through a lot of things that were similar. Um, so that, I think that's why it, it hit me so hard, like reading that book. Um, now this book, I've actually done a blog post about it. I've talked about it many times in many different ways on Instagram everywhere. And I hype this woman up all the time. And that is Ju Judy Holler, her book, Fear is My Homeboy. Like this book helped me get over my fear of speaking to you guys, literally like the podcast has flourished because of what I learned in this book. Because at first, whenever I started the podcast, I hadn't read the book yet. And after I started, after I read the book, 
like everything dawned on me and I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't need to be afraid to speak like because she's a public speaker. And so I'm like, you know, this podcast is literally giving me a chance to be a public speaker, but like in a virtual way and not, you know, um, not in front of physical people, because even though I would love to do that, um, one day, um, I don't know if I'm still ready for it yet. Um, I mean, I'm still, it's, it's still a big thing that I'm unlearning, right. With fear of like being in front of people and talking in front of people. So like, I'm still working through all of that because that is something that I've been afraid of since I was a child. So like, that's a lot to unpack, but the podcast has helped me get more comfortable with people because now like, even like if like if we if my husband and I go somewhere like or like if I'm trying to like network with people like I can actually walk through a room and not feel totally uncomfortable. Um, that is something that I used to be terrified about. But like I can actually put myself out there to people and talk to people now um, in ways that I couldn't before I read this before I read this book. Um, so then there's three other uh, three other ones. So there's She Means Business by Carrie Green. Uh, Carrie Green is the owner of Female um, Entrepreneur uh, um, Association. So um, if you guys have heard her, she's in the UK. Um, she has a YouTube channel and gosh, like so much. Um, but she she's she's like a she's a really amazing person. And like she she really knows her shit when it comes to business stuff. So um, that book is really good. Um, she takes on the world, Natalie, Natalie McNeil. Um, Natalie McNeil, Neil is more of like a spiritual entrepreneurial, uh, coach and stuff. And she does like a lot of activist work, um, like in Africa and things like that. Um, and she, so her books, like it's like, she takes on the world is, um, an amazing book. Um, I, Actually, it was the very first book I ever got um, on the Kindle app, <laughs> um, you know. So, yeah, like it, it's because um, I got it as an ebook, and um, it's it's a really good book. I would definitely recommend it. And then Fearless and Fabulous by Kara uh, Allwell. Again, um, I, like I said, I told you guys I would have her in here as well. Um, Fearless and Fabulous literally is exactly what it says. Like it's all about, you know, not having the fear and being able to like live your life, like fully, you know, without any regrets. And like it, and it includes other women that like she has worked with or interviewed. And so like some of their stories are in there as well. It's not just her story. So you get to like hear all different perspectives. Um, and that's what I like about her books. So it, it's really good. I promise you guys. So like, Guys, I hope these five tips that I gave you help you to become literally like I hope you become the billionaire baddie that you are destined to be because you deserve it. Like you deserve all the abundance in the world. Like all of us do. All of us deserve to be able to live the lives that we truly are destined to live. And I want nothing but the best for all of you. And so yeah. So guys, um, I hope that you go out there 
and make shit happen. You know, I mean, it, it, it's amazing, you know? So, so yeah. And guys, if you are a brand that is all about collaboration over competition and women supporting women, then sponsoring the Race Wife Unfiltered podcast is right for you. We create customized marketing strategies and ads based on your brand's needs to help you upscale your business and get your services and products in front of women in the motorsports industry. So sign up today before December 31st for anywhere from $200 to $3,000 off on the packages that we provide. Uh, like guys, it's a major discount. Like, so go to the link in the show notes and show your support for women in motorsports. Okay, guys. So, hey, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure that you go out there the rest of the week and manifest your best life and be safe for the holidays. Um, our next episode does come out on Thanksgiving. Um, I know that, you know, I, I, I did not want to go without having something because, you know, we obviously do this on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but, um, it is a local racer here in Louisiana. Um, she, she will be on. Um, so stay tuned for that one and bye for now.